some of the characteristics that I've seen, like from successful entrepreneurs who had longevity, number one, consistency, like a lot of them, their story, like you'll talk to them like, yo, I've been doing this for 10 years. Like, and you just now seeing my success or like, I've been doing, I've been doing this for so long, you know, or I had this and it failed. So they'll always remain consistent. And like, like I said, the failures, they're not afraid of the failures. Hey, what's going on? Is your host, Tolu Oyemi, doing the most? Let's get to it. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at T-O-L-U.O-W-O-Y-E-M-I. Now back to the episode. Hey, what's going on, my masterminders? Welcome to another episode of Mastermind Your Life, man. We got Jalen Clark in the building from Black Wealth Renaissance, man. First of all, congratulations on 100 episodes plus of the iconic legendary podcast man and welcome to the show Jalen. thank you my brother thank you thank you i appreciate you for having me bro uh definitely been waiting to get on here bro so appreciate you for having me man now nah, man first of all look if y'all not tuned in to the black wealth renaissance if y'all not watching these youtube videos they got going on these guests that they have that they bring in all these <laughs> legendary guests like y'all missing out like go tune into that podcast go subscribe wherever you're at stop go to apple music go to apple podcast spotify go subscribe pandora wherever you like to listen Where? to your podcast and man let's let's start from the beginning man so i know it's it's you it's david it's kelly you know mm-hmm. the yep mm-hmm. how did y'all get into podcasting um into podcasting so we really got into podcasting what was that march of 2019 uh so before we started podcasting uh we had the black Earth renaissance instagram page and that's where we were getting the most of our message out and stuff like that and uh actually it was david and jared who began the page they were the first two people to start the page uh kelly and then myself came on later on they started it uh, October 31st, 2018, and I came on right around the beginning of 2019. And Kelly, uh, like I said, he came on right before me. Um, but we just we always had conversations about like building wealth and about like really just not always having to work for your money, making your money work for you and uh, really just having sound principles about understanding money and like how this could be taught to people and used to liberate yourself and jared and david they ended up beginning the page and they're like yeah we're just gonna start talking about this we're gonna start teaching people about this and they just started about just putting out the content they would uh put out like two three posts a day wow um on wednesdays they had uh called uh heroes over the hump so heroes over the hump was a segment where uh we'll go through and we'll highlight certain uh entrepreneurs in the community who are doing something uh really positive uh mm-hmm. charm city buyers tide capital andre hatchet uh some of those people uh asia denson some of those people were our first heroes over the hump and uh we were just once again just wanted to teach people by example teach people by showing them that yo there's people in the community doing this and uh right. the, pa- the page ended up just taking off and the way we got to start thinking about this, even before like starting the page was once again, Jared had gave Rich Dad Poor Dad to uh, Kelly and David. Wow. Right. Whenever they were graduating from college, because th- those three were roommates. Jared, uh, David and I are best friends since eighth grade. So 
that's how we all know each other uh so he gave them that book and then david ended up giving me the book i read it and then we all just came on this understanding of like yo like because we we had prior feelings like you know like what i'm doing with money or like living paycheck to paycheck like that's not cool like that's not what it's supposed to be like that book just further drove home the beliefs that we had and really gave us like sound principles and sound structures that we can like go off of and once again an example it might not have looked like us but it was somebody who done it so god damn it i mean i could do it too and you know what's so interesting is the fact that collectively each one of you fed into that idea because a lot of times it could be one person thinking like that but then the other three are like nah what you talking about all this wealth stuff man rich dad man we're trying to get it man we're trying to spend it but because there's power you know where two or three are you know you guys are going to manifest things quicker that's that power of intention and to see that evolution you know heroes over the hump but to be honest i think people in the black community have been seeing that black wealth renaissance for years because i still remember back then when it was like posting images and like video snippets mm-hmm. you know with the, the caption at the top and the bottom everything and now it's evolved and it's like yeah. well, these are the founding members and i think another thing that's exciting to see is the evolution because one of the questions i want to ask was from these years of podcasting you're like absorb the best of the best knowledge from like entrepreneurs and seasoned hustlers so you on you 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 on some other stuff man we just yeah because it opens your mind up it opens so, your spirit so, up it opens. so much possibilities bro so much possibilities like i literally feel like there is anything i can accomplish throughout my lifetime as long as i stick with it be consistent i know there's gonna be failures i know there's gonna be great rewards but it all's a part of the game just not quitting and just reaching those heights, reaching the goals that you got. Yeah. And talking about, you know, failures and quitting and things along the way, you guys actually started a company, Southland Home. Yeah, uh, Southland Home Investors. Investors, yeah. And you, you talk to us about that. And like you said, you got scanned for about 3600 Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Hey, man, good research, too. I like that. I like that. I like that. Uh, But, man, so David and I, we actually had got into wholesaling before they started the black wealth renaissance page so that was after we read the book um we stumbled upon wholesaling we heard people was like you know i can you can make this amount of money with zero down like no money all you gotta do is get a house under contract find an investor yada 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 you know everything that you hear um we got in the game and it was it's it sounds very simple it does it, it sounds very simple but it is not as easy as it sounds it's a fairly Mm. simple process i'll be honest it's a fairly simple process you do these steps and you'll get this result but it's figuring out how you get all of those pieces to fall in line to get that result sometimes you got to go through 100 calls sometimes you got to send out uh mailers sometimes you gotta you gotta do a lot of things there's some people who get their first deal in like a week or something like that but david and i man we were like driving for dollars we were showing up to meetups we were like cold calling people we're doing all kind of stuff man like and really just head to the ground like trying to get a house under contract and trying to uh wholesale the house uh we we met with a few buyers we walked around a few properties inspected it 
had contractors inspected it with us uh but a lot of them just didn't want to uh put the house under contract uh for us and uh some of them i, I don't know maybe it was just because it was two young black guys who may have seemed inexperienced to them uh but you know we we finally kept on going and one day we were driving for dollars and i told david i saw i saw a, a, a yard sale i told david i was like man let's just pull up to the yard sale man i was mm-hmm. like they selling something i was like they might be selling the house too i was like if they liquidating stuff like what's for sale <laughs> so yeah. we, we ended up pulling up there uh just talking to them and i was like you know why are y'all having this yard sale uh and I was like, are y'all selling the house? She's like, no, we're just uh, getting rid of some things, you know, spring cleaning or whatever. She's like, but my mom actually has a property she wants to get rid of. Wow. So we was like, oh, man, finally. <laughs> so, Perfect. yeah. So we ended up meeting the mom, sweet old, sweet elderly lady. Uh, and we went to go see the property. It was a mobile home, a uh, mobile home on like an acre of land. Uh, and the land was in like the country like the outskirts of Lafayette. So very rural area. Um, one of the only mobile homes in the area. They had other homes that was built up around it. And there were like 150 uh, like to two thousand to $200,000 homes. So in our mind, she wanted to sell the, uh, the the mobile home with the one acre of land for like 20000 $20, So in our mind it was like, at least if you get the mobile home, you also get an acre of land in a good area you can build on here and you can get some appreciation or something like that so right. we we tried to get some investors and stuff a lot of people they uh they just didn't want to touch it because it was a mobile home and where it was um and then we had one guy he said he was interested he came walk the property and then uh for some reason he told us he had another project so he couldn't do this one. i was like okay well like if you see something wrong like just let us know then we ended up renegotiating the price with the lady to like try to get it down under the two, uh twenty thousand. We got it down to like eighteen. Mm. Still, uh, nobody wanted to touch the property, and we ended up. It was coming to like the the end of the contract, so I was just like, "Yo, me and David was just like, yo, like, what if we just purchase it ourselves and just rent it out for like eight hundred, like nine hundred dollars a month." Uh, cause nobody else wants it, but we can purchase it and we can uh, rent it out. So That's we ended right. up, we ended up trying to look for a hard money lender. And, uh, we, because I was listening to, uh, this podcast, Wholesale Unlimited, or uh, Wholesale Elite. I forgot uh, what the name of it was. Um, but, and I, I heard about hard money lenders. I heard about private money lenders and stuff through there. And David ended up finding connected investors from listening mm. I think it was bigger pockets. I don't know where he heard about it from, but uh, he found connected investors and with connected investors, they connect you to hard money lenders and people who have the money to go on your deal. So we found this company on there, man. This guy name was Donald Thompson. I never forget him, man. Mm. Can I curse on him? Go ahead, man. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, man. Let it out, man. Let it out. <laughs> I ain't even going to do it. I ain't going to do it, man. But you know how I feel about you, Donald Thompson. If you ever, if you're watching out there, I hope you get what's coming to you. Cause, yeah, I, I think he scammed a lot of people. Um, but anyways, we found a person. They told us they can give us a, a line of like fifty thousand. So it was like, ooh, fifty thousand. We could buy this and renovate. I'll probably like try to find us another property to uh, 
to do something with. So we ended up going through the process or whatever. And the guy, we did him the paperwork and everything. The guy was like, okay, y'all need, I need y'all to wire the money to me so we can, uh, for the down payment on the loan. I didn't know anything. So uh, I'll go to the bank. I wire some money. And then I'm like, okay, so what do we have to do to get our, uh, you know, to get our funds? It's like, oh, uh, just one more payment. We need you to pay for the, uh, what was it? The insurance, insurance on the loan. Mm -hmm. So this is where a red flag goes off in my head. I'm like, man, I don't know, man. Something sounds kind of fishy now. But David was like, nah, man, I looked into like loans have to be secured. Like they need insurance. So I'm like, I guess, man, like, I'm like, bro, I don't know. I really, I'm not fucking with it. Like, I don't know. He's like, nah, man. And earlier I had told him an analogy. I was like, bro, we're almost this close to the field. Go I mean, to the touchdown. We can't can't stop on the one yard line. Then so he was like, yeah, man, we're on a one yard line. Let's just do it. Keep so pushing. yeah, we sent him like another. So the first payment was like a thousand dollars. Second payment, I think, was like fifteen hundred. And then so that's twenty five. Then they needed one more something else. Mm -hmm. And this one I was just like, look, man, I'm not trying to do this. But David, like, bro, we already sent this man this much money. Let's might we might as well just send him this and final. Was, yeah, yeah. thinking this is the final yeah. countdown, like just knock it out real quick. Yeah, man. So we end up making another payment and that brought the total up to like that thirty six hundred. Uh after that, we like, okay, bro, like, where my money at? Like, I just sent you all of this bread. Like, cause I think the last fee, I think the last fee was like the underwriting fee or some shit like that. So one of them was down payment, insurance and underwriting. So, and that's all part of the process. So we, we're still new to this, but we didn't know. We like, okay, I heard these terms before. I guess it must be real. So that's where we kind of faked ourselves out at to believe that what he was telling us was true like that was the logic we used yeah it, it was it was crazy but then he was like oh man we need to do this he was like trying to get another thousand dollars i was like look i'm not sitting you know no more motherfucking money bro either you give me these 50 bands or send me my 3600 dollars back he like uh it's like nah i just need you to make this one last payment and i promise you you you'll get your uh 50 he got, that he got he got that get the gab he he yeah. know how to talk he like, hey man look look we just need the quick 1000 then you good to see the, the registry department had to play yeah 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 one of those type of dudes i'm like nah man no more of this man like give me my bread or give me my my money back man we never heard from dude he stopped hitting us up he's like yo if uh to refund the money you have to pay the processing fees that's another nine hundred dollars i like bro where's you at <laughs> like stop playing with me like i'm trying to come pull up on the dude now like because i was really like hot because a lot of that money was like just came from us saving up our money from like working our nine to fives and stuff and like that startup money right yeah that's we were just like literally just getting out of college too so like i already got like shitty jobs like i had i was in dallas i was a car salesman then i moved back to louisiana and then i was looking for like a job in the process right before that deal happened and like mm. i ended up getting a job like maybe five months before that happened so you know like my savings is not where i wanted it to be but at the same time i'm like you know I read Richard Airport that I was reading uh Think and Grow Rich. So I'm like, look, I'm gonna bet on myself. I'm gonna put my money where, where my mouth is. Like, I'm trying to make this, I'm trying to make this happen. Like, if nobody else knows the property, I'm gonna get it. At least I got an asset, something that I can start generating some bread off of. 
and at the least like i'll go live it in myself it's like 400 dollars. the payments would have been like 400 dollars a month or something like that to pay back the loan so like th- that's how that's how we got that's how we got scammed so out of you, see, you see him you 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 coming out of popeyes because I, I got some popeyes earlier and you just see him, you know, ordering the number two, talking about, let me, let me get the number three right there, the spicy chicken sandwich, and you just happen to walk in. Ooh. It's going to be an incident. <laughs> I ain't going to make that happen in Popeye's. Oh, man. <laughs> I ain't going to make that happen in Popeye's. Not in front like, of the spicy chicken sandwich. Nah, I'm going to move like a G, man. Move in silence, man. That's, I mean, and look, I think a lot of the entrepreneurs that you've had the opportunity to speak to, they tell you stories. Everybody's beginning is always super rough. Always yeah. like few people, either they had somebody like a mentor kind of show them the way or, you know, they just happened to hit it big the first time. But usually they either got scammed. They blew a lot of money on stuff that was like dumb mm-hmm. or unnecessary or, you know, they just, just flushed it down the toilet. But you you live and you learn but one thing i'm excited about is that so from that point like what what do you do on a day-to-day basis like how do you generate income and funds for yourself currently so day-to-day basis i am a noted public as well uh loan signing agent shout out to andre hatchet man yeah 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 uh also bwr uh just working through our company we actually just started uh paying ourselves through bwr and then also through consultations with podcasting, uh, selling products, uh, out resell stuff like I flip shoes, uh, just just get it out of the bread, out of the mud. But I, I put a lot of my in- energy into BWR, and I'm looking at that as like a long term play it is. because I'm putting in the work right now, building the foundation for this company. Like it's four of us. So at the beginning, we didn't want to take a lot. We didn't want to take money out of the company. We reinvest a lot of profits into getting people to help us, building up a team, getting people who can take some of the load off of us so we can do some of the higher order thinking, getting other things done, working on higher generating uh, income streams and things of that nature. So it's really just putting it right soaring it into it i ain't gonna lie to you i don't flex right now like i'm living below my means like just yeah doing what i gotta do man and it's so fascinating because that level of thinking some people still have not discovered it and they immediately they get that money they blow it you know what i'm it, saying it's it's not for everyone either though man i ain't gonna lie to you like the route that that i'm taking i don't suggest it for everyone because it's eat what you kill like there's some days where if you don't get it, you're going to starve. Like, and if if you're not willing to, one, be smart with your money, know how to like budget, know how to save, but as well, not hungry enough to where you can wake up every morning. Like I wake up every morning. I go to the gym first. I go Yo, to the you office. You've seen that Instagram, man. You yeah, bro. Killing it. Like, yeah. Go ahead now. Killing it. I like, like, man, like that's motivation. Like you, but if you're not disciplined enough to have like be on a type of regimen where you can stay on yourself because you don't have to go physically to a nine to five so there's no boss no manager saying yo where you at why you not showing up to work like you don't have this feeling of like oh if i don't show up they could fire me or something like that it's just like if i don't show up i don't eat self-management man and you know it's interesting because 
we're seeing a rise of a, a there's this shift now everybody is kind of starting to run away from the nine to fives like mm. the nine to five is seen as uncool nowadays mm. and i think covid really accelerated that and you see people like david shan sleeves for suckers and some of these other influential figures in the community they kind of talk down on the nine to five the him 500s you know the trucking like a lot of the people that you bring on the podcast they don't necessarily talk down upon the nine to fives but they talk about the massive benefits of being your own mm -hmm. boss and mm -hmm. I think what that does to our community is that it's a slow, it's like you cooking a, you know, pie in the oven, you know, it's going to take time for it to really cook, but it's more like, more like a brisket on a barbecue pit, man. You got to slow roast it, man. Slow roast it, man. I like that. The mindset of the community, especially those that are hungry, that are trying to level up, you see the uh, Terry. Idiomas mm -hmm. that literally that's my dog shout out to t shout out to what? terry she doing some stuff that you're gonna have to wake up and pinch yourself and wake up and pinch yourself and wake up again and say am i dreaming because she's the highest earner on teachable for a woman yeah bro and she's doing no, like period 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 like not even for a woman period <laughs> yo I saw the uh, podcast with her and Andre, and she was like, I made 10 minutes, and Andre was like, well, I'm coming up. What? Like, his Look, eyes, Yo, like, I was there for that podcast. I was there for that one. I was at her house with them. And did you see the, did you see the uh, picture she had the other day? It was like some, like, high-end, like, this realistic commercial, like, it looked like something out of a Miami movie. And she yeah. was like, you know, she's setting up the game plan to go ahead and, and i was just like didn't make it possible man she on a whole nother level bro she's on a whole nother level and like seeing people like her uh it's really inspiring uh being yeah. able to really reach out to her she like she's like really my sister uh and it's crazy because when we first met her i figured out i found out that her mom actually worked at my college and i would always go into the counseling spot it's called the sss trio uh thing and i would literally be talking to her mama all the time and like wow. i had no idea so it's crazy how things come full circle man and i, I kind of do want to talk more about what you're talking about on like the nine to five thing like mm -hmm. yeah like i'm not gonna lie like there are a lot of people who did do shit on the nine to five worker but if you are in a position if you're if working your nine to five is advantageous to you if you making at least a decent salary to where you can figure out okay if i if I, you know, budget right, if I start investing in these certain things, I can start leveling up. I can start creating certain streams of income for myself to where I can live comfortably and still work my job. Because if everybody's an entrepreneur, like who's going to work for you? Like entrepreneurs <laughs> still need workers. Entrepreneurs still need teams. Oh, man, you said that. <laughs> like, I I'm just being honest, bro. Like, who's going to work for you? Because I know I can't do everything that I want to do by myself. I need somebody to work for me. Like, I'm the visionary. I'm the person that's trying to make this happen. Like, and we going to figure out how to make it happen together. And whenever you do have that nine to five, that that's your biggest investor sometimes. Like, so you got to understand how to create that FU fund. Like, if it does get to a point where they just like outright disrespecting you and you just like you know what i know my worth like you'd be like fuck you like i don't need this i didn't save up i didn't built up my investments you know i can i can go without six months to a year without working because i didn't set myself up in this type of type type of predicament 
uh you can also once again become an investor like you can have businesses just because you're not the person actually doing all of the work you can still invest into a business like if you got the bread you can still invest into be a silent partner like there's plenty of people who are silent partners to businesses and you will never know it like you would never know it they own 10 percent. all you need is 10 percent. like you don't need all of the all of the pie that's something that a lot of people also get misconstrued is they think you know i need to have 100 percent of it i need to be the big boss I need all of that. It's not true. It is. It's re- entrepreneurship is relatively new, more especially for the black community in terms of there's, there's different levels to it. And I remember when I first started trying to do, I was like, man, I don't want to work for nobody. And that, that this was back in the days when Ty Lopez was like coming out with the, the little audio things and, you know, the little five, mm-hmm. like he was buzzing off that ad he did when he was reading the books in front on of YouTube. on youtube exactly you yeah. get it so I, I started going to like all these restaurants and barbershops and i would print out these little pages of paper and i would do like a social media audit on their uh business and say you know i could do xyz for you and just that hunger that you gotta eat what you kill and one thing i come to realize about entrepreneurship entrepreneurship is not for everybody and what i mean by that is that some people are comfortable with their nine and there's different kinds of people some Mm -hmm. people absolutely hate knowing that somebody else is in control of their destiny in terms of telling them what they're able to do with their life Mm -hmm. some other people are cool with that they are like as long as i get this paycheck on the first and the 15th i'm straight with that other people are more risk averse they don't want to have any kind of risk what if it fails what if it doesn't go right what if this Mm -hmm. happens okay keep like you said you can keep your nine to five you can invest in the stock market you can invest in another business there's so many different opportunities for you to build that side income those side hustles and that's even a question i wanted to ask because i remember seeing i think it was either jared or david but they started like a two-row or something like what are some of the as a result of like podcasting and learning what are some mm-hmm. of the side hustles that you guys have started so uh like you said the the Turo is uh we actually use hire car but we got uh we actually got a rental car we got a whole another company within bw uh so we bought us a, a rental car that generates money for us david Let's go. He, he went go. out bought him his own rental car he about to build up a fleet and we're gonna build up a fleet for bwr as well uh jared jared's uh got mobile homes i got some vending Sweet. machines as well uh kelly kelly got houses he's, he's closed the kind of uh he's got reach oh also do a uh, peer-to-peer lending uh that's another good side hustle where you can get some uh good returns on your money and this is why i love podcasting man because people that listen to podcasts you're continuously being embedded with new ideas Mm -hmm. people don't even understand like you almost like a genie you just absorbing all these people's passion their knowledge i mean to a point too as well like it helps you understand the scope of what you're able to accomplish in life as Mm -hmm. a human because you're seeing these it people does. that I spoke to a kid. He was 14, just turned 15 years old. He's the youngest storefront owner in Nebraska, Omaha, where uh, Trishona is. He's a he. All he did was just ask Trishona questions all throughout, like what what about the business, a franchise, just asking her questions over and over. To the point, he was like, "All right, 
Yo, let me get my charger, my brother. My uh, mm-hmm. it seems like my computer probably so that. Yeah, yeah. So that's why you know um, I'm excited about this because the podcasting arena, it's it's an incubator, and the way I can say it is is it's almost like think think of yourself being on the job with a high-end ceo like a fortune 500 ceo and you're right next to that fortune 500 ceo literally like just listening to his conversation just listening to his business experience because some of the quickest ways to gain business experience in this life is to have a mentor but other ways Mm -hmm. is to listen firsthand from people like and that's another thing too as well like if you see like some of the leaders in this game or some of the people doing it for a while like your david shans like you can partner up with those guests that come on to your shows and they're like yo i see you doing this here's a deal that i got on the table for example i own a digital marketing agency and i was talking to a guest and he was like yo i'm, I'm trying to get my 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 course out there and it was like okay let, let's partner up like and then from there that's how business was made but a lot of times I feel like with podcasting, not only are you affecting this generation, but you're affecting mm-hmm. a couple of generations moving forward because even the people that listen to your podcast, when they start making moves based off your information and knowledge, you helping their kids and their kids' mm-hmm. kids. Like you probably had a lot of people come and be like, yo man, like you don't even know how you changed my life, bro. Like, nah, like I facts, listen to, bro. Yeah, talk facts, to us bro. about that, man. Because that's one thing people, people kind of, look down on podcasting because you're not getting money immediately but there's so nah, much yeah. energy and karma in it go ahead and, th- and that's really like a lot of this is the long term a lot of this is long term play a lot of this isn't going to start paying back like right now but just like you said so many people that come up to you or like they hit you up via the dms or like send you an email like yo you know i uh i ended up going from 500 credit score to 800 listening to y'all podcasts or I just purchased a home for me and my family, this multi-unit. Now I'm about to start making this money. Thanks for y'all, for y'all information. The guests that y'all bring on are like, even uh, yesterday I went to a party for one of my friends, uh, Jimmy. Shout out to Jimmy. He was recently on the podcast and uh, ended up going in and one of his friends, he was like, wait, y'all them dudes from Blackwell Friends? He was like, yo, I got my LLC because of y'all. Like, he was like, I got, uh, I, I done this. Then his homeboy, he, he went go find his homie. He was like, yo, look, that's that's black over in the sun. That's like, them right there. He's like, yo, I got seven. He was like, I got seven cars. I got a whole fleet. Like, this, he was like, yeah, man, I just want y'all to know, like, what y'all doing. It's powerful. It's like powerful. Uh, because it's changing the, the perspective and it's changing the narrative about what we talking about and a lot of the things that's going on so it's been it's been amazing um even like two weeks ago we're out with uh eric eric uh ball from uh trucker state and this guy ended up coming up he, he recognized uh either david's shirt or uh my shirt and he was like uh man i just want to say i've been listening to y'all for like two years bro he was like i want y'all to check out my page this is what i'm doing and he's got this really dope page like in the city of arlington like just covering a lot of things that's going on and occurring in arlington so i'm like bro it's just crazy to see the spinoff and the impact that you can have from people and what people can start doing just because me running my big mouth on a Saturday. Yeah, and I, the, the that's one of the beautiful things about podcasting, and it's always fascinating too because we we almost like snipers too as well. You gotta be very patient. 
you know mm -hmm. and then i'm super excited because i know in the future i'm gonna have a gary v on the podcast i know i'm gonna have the grant cardone on the podcast i know i'm gonna have you know diddy or master p on the podcast i'm, I'm chill because i know I just build it up somebody that knows somebody and you probably happened to this this probably happened to you whereby somebody was like yo i know he's the manager of this person in fact hold on let me put a phone call in real quick and like within a couple of days now you're talking to donnie hugh you know from uh mm -hmm. real estate and, and money management i remember when he came on the uh, 100th uh, episode celebration so yeah, man. It, it compounds yeah talk to us about that man that, like that's crazy the networking tool the networking tool that podcasting can be like like you said just from having these conversations and once again just doing good work in the community there's people who just be like yo i think this person will be a good person for your show you look them up you're like oh they dope that's really dope let's let's get them on here or like you said you meet a donahue or you meet a sean prez shout out to sean shout out to uh my uh guy benny benny uh pew shout out to benny like a lot of those people they work closely in the music industry with like uh like you said the ditties and working with jay-z and stuff like that so I, like you said i know it's no time no no amount of time like i just got to put the work in until i can build up to my show i'm like yo i got this person on here like let's let's talk let's chop it up let's see what type of magic we can make but just having the ability to have a lot of those people like in my phone like a lot of people up. Like, i think that's one of the coolest things like i don't bother about nothing like that but it's cool because just to know that like i got access to this person and whenever i do need something like i'll tap in or i'll just hit them up and really just be like yo look how you doing i'm just trying to see like what's going on seeing if bwr can help you out anyway like just adding value to people too man uh like i said though like i don't i don't come off as a bother but at least try to foster some good relationships as well because uh that was something that in the beginning we didn't didn't do as well because sometimes it could be like yo you talk to three people this weekend so like now it's like three people you got to talk to then you also had these people you talked to last weekend so sometimes it could get crazy and like out of hand because at the same time we still running a business like we still got other things that we have going on we still got uh paperwork to be filed we still got to figure out other ways to bring in this money like so it, it it can be a lot to juggle yeah and i think that juggling aspect is what makes everything exciting because think about the fact that you know you wake up and five of your courses have been sold or like three ebooks and one potty of course or things mm -hmm. like that and it's like dang like all these seeds that we planted early in the days of this yep. it is sprouting sprouting yep. sprouting sprouting and the name is such a powerful name too black wealth renaissance because yeah there was a time you know with black wall street and a lot of these things whereby you know blacks were 10 times it was way better off but seeing that resurrection now mm -hmm. you guys are a medium that people can t i think really you guys are just starting to see like like why not be like that tesla with jay morrison why not be like eyl university or even go bigger than that you know having the physical buildings you know having those uh international 
online communities in mm. South Africa, you know, different places in Cambodia, Nigeria, you know, even places, you know, France. And it's interesting because those relationships that you have with those entrepreneurs, as you level up as an entrepreneur, guess who they're going to be tapping into? Like, nah, Jalen can do that for us. Or he got a department or he got an organization that is part of BWR that processes that. So we're going to feed it through him first. So those referrals and those leads start coming your way. Mm -hmm. yeah man like that like you said you just plant them seeds man and that's what i always keep telling myself and i tell the scene i'm like yo we we not even in the harvest yet bro like we just planting right now i'm like planting. i'm like y'all we got this big ass farm y'all don't even know it. like this all gonna be huge <laughs> like it's a big ranch <laughs> yeah y'all y'all finna be having them guinness world record corns with the beans with the watermelons like yeah, oh, we man. got new discovery in here like <laughs> got tractor to pull it out of the ground because what's happening too now is interesting is that there's a mad dash go get the bag everything else you know people are scamming people out here they're selling people fake courses they're yeah. they people just and how, how do I get this bag quick? Like I, whoever I burn, they get burnt, you know, scam, whatever. Like we're we going to get to the bag from the, I, but you talking to the entrepreneurs, talk to us about the mindset. Like what are some of the six, uh, characteristics? Cause you've talked to hundreds of them. So you are a con, you, you, you like an amalgam. That's why I said people understand like you, sure, you finna take off like Superman, like what yeah, and I, I feel like that's what it is, bro. Like just a big compounding effect right now, bro. It is. Like Goku in the, in the hyperbolic time chamber, man. Uh, talk about it, man. So yeah, talk to us about like the successful characteristics that you've seen as a common pattern within those entrepreneurs that are not only like highly successful but have sustaining power. Because that's one thing we see a lot of day nowadays, like somebody will pop up real strong and then like within like six to 12 months, like, yo, what happened to do? You know, they're gone. So like some of the characteristics that I've seen like from successful entrepreneurs who had longevity, number one, consistency. Like a lot of, a lot of them, their story, like you'll talk to them like, yo, I've been doing this for 10 years. Like, and you just now seeing my success or like, I've been doing, I've been doing this for so long, you know, or I had this and it failed. So they'll always remain consistent. And like, like I said, the failures, they're not afraid of the failures. Every entrepreneur that I know that's successful, they've either had something that went down on them before something, like you said, in the beginning, they lost a lot of money. They had something that totally blew up in their face, but they, they embrace the failures. I, a, lot, a lot of them, they don't see it as a failure. It's just like, oh, this was the wrong way to do that. That's how I see it as. And a lot of the times, whenever we see, some people see these as roadblocks or they see things as like, oh man, I can't do it. It's a challenge for me. Like, how can I figure out how to overcome this? How can I figure out how to conquer this I, I i don't care how long it's gonna take me if i can't go over it if i can't go under it i'm gonna go through it like i gotta figure out what what what, what i gotta do to do this like and a lot of entrepreneurs like they create like sometimes if their problem cannot be met they gonna make the solution mm. for like the true entrepreneurs like if i can't figure it out sometimes it just me like okay the the solution isn't here let me put my mind to the work and, and figure out how can i create the solution so you gotta you gotta have some type of like willingness to really just make things happen like 
a lot of people take notes for answers like you can't you can't do that especially whenever you're going full-time entrepreneurship and you're just like on your own you can't take those no for answer for as an answer um a lot of successful entrepreneurs i know also uh they don't give a damn like a lot of people they when i say they don't give a damn they don't care what other people think about them in their vision because mm. sometimes you won't be able to see my vision you That's might right. think I'm tripping. You might not understand what I'm doing right now. But four years, five years down the line, you're going to be like, oh, oh, that's what you was talking about. Like, like the Kanye situation on Sway, like Sway, I've been doing this. I've been going to Paris. I've been. But now, now you see it clearly. This man got Gap deals with Gap. He got Yeezy who's doing all of this. Like now he's worth five billion dollars. Like, come on, man. Like a lot of times, a lot of these entrepreneurs, they feel the same way. Like. I'm not going to let you tell me that my vision or what I'm trying to take, what I'm trying to do is not going to happen. That's right. So a lot of those things is what I see. Also, uh, they they have faith. They believe that what they will want to accomplish will happen. They don't say it might happen. They don't say, uh, you know, I'm going to just try to see that we're going to make it happen. Like this is what we're working on. This is what we're working towards. So they they undoubtedly believe in their vision and believe in themselves that you know this is gonna this is gonna happen i'm gonna make sure that this works yeah exactly and those things that you just mentioned it takes some people a lifetime to realize those things and mm -hmm. that's the power of podcasting once you start listening you're like oh hey they got the same thing that she okay so we got you they getting the same now i can see why he's successful like some people like as soon as they come on oh, you i got i got another go ahead, one go ahead, go ahead. they build teams too they know how to get people to uh collectively work towards their goals with them they know how to bring people on and like really get them to believe in their visions and really get them to help them build towards that vision so that's yep. another one like they know how to work with other people and understand that motivated yeah understand that it's bigger than me i can't do all of this by myself man and it, having that journey because a lot of successful entrepreneurs when they reach that height of success they were like man the journey was what was really exciting. Now that I'm here, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm here. Like, I, yeah, I can keep, but it was the struggles. Yeah. That, yeah. and one thing is that they look at the struggles as something delicious. You know, whereas the, I also want you to talk about what are the characteristics of people who never make it, people who never succeed, or like the ones that they start off with esteem and then they die out. Like, you know, because, you heard about those entrepreneurs it's like oh i got this idea boom they take off and then like three months four months six months a year it's like yo what happened to so so and so like i thought they was yeah they so can you talk to us about uh characteristics or habits that if they do have that then mm -hmm. yeah that journey is, is dang near impossible so i wouldn't say it's dang near impossible but like some of the things that keep entrepreneurs from succeeding uh one they're like they'll limit themselves they'll put self-limiting beliefs they'll uh play into the uh notion of fear they'll let fear and other people talk them out of actually going out so they won't even take the action at first like they they'll just let fear and people around them stop them from even taking the first step towards the journey that's one of the things um also then two they just do a lot of the research like 
you know, I'm going, I'm going to do this. I, I just got to keep on reading first. You know, I got to, I'm about to start that podcast. You know, I'm about to do this. I'm about to do that. But they never really take that action. They never really take, once again, they never really take that front, that front, that first step because they're too busy being caught up in the researching phase. Um, three, you got people who they pick up one thing, then they have that shiny uh, object syndrome. So they pick up one thing, then, you know, they go hard at that for five months. Then they pick up another thing, go hard at that for five months, pick up another thing, go hard at that for five months. And like, you're never truly becoming a master of your craft. You're just mm-hmm. picking stuff up and you're just running along towards the next thing, to what you what you see as a get, with, get rich quick scheme. A lot of people, like you said, they just want to get the bag, run it up, scam people. Especially they, in they, America, man. They, they just want to get it, get it quick. So if it's not paying me right now, I'm switching to the next thing that I see that I see a lot of people are making money in. So um, that's how do, how do we avoid that, man? Because that's one thing I'm starting to see. I don't know if you're starting to see it too. Nah, man. E- even like, community. even like as a podcaster, that's something we had to learn ourselves. Because we talk to all of these guests who are doing all of these amazing things. So you're like, oh, yo, we could do this. Oh, we could do that. We could do this. Then we also had to come back to yourself and be like, yo, we got to focus on our vision. Focus on what we focusing on. Um, if that's truly what we want to do, first we got to get this up and running. Then we'll come back to it. So I think. A lot of entrepreneurs need to understand you need to first master one thing. Um, and then we, we hear about seven income streams, right? A lot of the times you're not maximizing the income streams out of one business, out of one resource that you, you possibly have. So me, like I said, I'm, I'm a notary signing agent, right? Mm-hmm. So with this, I'm thinking of the notary signing agent being a whole crate. Like I can get seven income streams out of that. So I can have my where I can personally go ahead and take the loans. I can have it to where I'm outsourcing it. So I'm just middleman in the deals. I'm also thinking about, I'm trying to figure out how I can become a supplier for the notary uh, stuff. I want to actually start giving, getting people stamps, their books and all of that stuff. I want to help you out with that. I also want to figure out a way I can kind of revolutionize the market, like some type of tech that makes the process go smoother. Mm-hmm. And then like, that's four right there that I just came off the top of my head. I don't care about saying it because I know half of the people are not even going to put the energy in to go do what I'm trying to do anyway. So like, that's another thing like a lot of people are they feel like you know i can't tell this idea to that person because they're going to take my idea so once again they don't have those teams they don't understand that a lot of times those entrepreneurs they think yo i got to do it all by myself and sometimes like you can become successful to where you you build something by yourself but it comes to a point where it's, it comes to a tipping point because if you are successful, that means your business is growing. And if your business is growing, that means that your clientele is growing. So how is one person supposed to serve 100 people whenever you feel like you stressed out at serving 15 people? Man, you just and that's the power of a team. You need a, you can like you own, you have 24 hours in the day. Mm-hmm. You have so much energy in the day from when you first wake up to when you go to bed at night. Like, I don't care how hard you go Arnold Schwarzenegger, like you, you just going hard and paint, like customer service, responding to requests, mm-hmm. you know, new updates, like, and some of these things, especially as you begin to build more m- momentum, it's not worth your time. Like for example, nope. in, in my agency, I have guys that I delegated, Nick, you, you're gonna handle this, all of the clients, like you're gonna, because 
you as the business owner your job is to focus on the most higher level activities what that means is that what's the overall growth of the business what is the kpis metrics what are certain numbers that we're supposed to be hitting what's the the, the vision are we what how in line are we in the vision do we need to pivot are there opportunities that we need to invest mm-hmm. energy into but if you're having a customer like yeah i bought it i bought it five days ago and i didn't receive it and like you don't got time for that you no. hire delegate that to somebody that can be like oh, and you have to another thing when you delegate you have to give whoever the team is sop standard operating yep. procedures what are the protocols how's this going to be handled because if not a lot of entrepreneurs and you know talking to annalisa it was really interesting because she she's cutthroat with it too i can tell that she's just on point like nobody's going she gonna hit that she gonna hit them three points every time yeah uh and she cold yeah they, they cold with it i ain't gonna what? last shout out to elevator to six and i love how she also transformed it into another stream of income by teaching other people how to start becoming VAs and how to open their own social media management companies. The thing I wanted to ask you now was that as Black Wealth Renaissance has grown, so there's going to be things like email marketing. You have these courses, mm-hmm. there's DMs coming in. Maybe people want to uh, book time or book space consultations. Like the systems that you're developing. Because me and my uh, business partner, man, we. That's where iron sharpens iron. You know, like how effective are the systems? What are the measurements behind the systems? Like, is it able to process an influx of traffic is coming through? But talk to us about the structures, the, the processes and the systems that you put in place to not only manage the growth, but systems mm-hmm. are supposed to help incentivize the growth. They're supposed to help uh, strengthen and enriching the growth of the business but talk to us about those so like uh some of the systems man uh we all got different roles that we play uh we also got like you said the email marketing uh shout out to maria we just brought her on but at first it was a uh, it was definitely me and david doing i was doing a lot of the automation and yeah, stuff i can like tell that. you were doing a lot of because when i was like tell me about the system you said so i would do a lot of the automation setting up a lot of the email systems uh setting up a lot of you know the tagging all of yep. those things um then with our page we were we sell promos so we got a VA, uh, shout out to my girl, Caroline, my girl, Caroline out of Kenya, man. She's our VA. She works our ads. Like she do just taking, like you said, talking to the clients. If someone, they inquire about coming in, yo, I want to pay uh, I want to pay for yo, ads. Yo, Andre, what's up? Heat up. <laughs> He's coming at 301. What's up? What's shout up, out Dre? What's up, Dre? Dre, hey, happy birthday, my brother. Uh, but yeah, yeah. so she, she takes care of the ads and we put in payment systems to where like people, they can just go in, they can sign the form. We put it, we found, uh, and we went through acuity scheduling. So we set up to where, okay, we got these three slots opens for ads on the, on each day. So you can go in, you can go select what time you want your ad to be put up and you can just pay. And then everything else is going to be handled on the back end. Like you ain't got to worry wow. about none of that. This is not no ADME so you can be put up on the page or anything like that. It all went through a system. Uh, another system that we had was, like you said, emailing people uh, requesting to be on a podcast. 
So what we done, we had a lot of people requesting to be on the podcast. What we done set up another system where it's like, okay, you can select what date sees the most available. Like these are the dates we record. You can select what date is the best for you. And then we're going to ask you these questions and we're going to vet you first. We're not just going to let anybody come on the podcast. Like That's right. we got to make sure that one, you're not a scammer. Got to make sure that you got some valuable information. You are who you say you are. So we go do the research on all of that and everything like that. Um, also, uh, with like the content that you see now, like we ended up coming up with SOPs and like you said, we done a lot of screen recording of videos like, yo, this is yep. how you make this type of content. This is how yep. you break down this. Uh, we also got a, a task management system called Asana, where like each person has different roles. Like yeah, this is your task. Playing. Yeah, I this is your playing. task. He said Asana. You- I said, oh Lord, they, they, they gearing up over here, man. Yeah, bro. Like this is what you gotta do. This is what you gotta do. This is the project that we're working on. Like this is everything that we need to uh, come together. Uh, we got a lot of systems, man. Like uh, Jared and Kelly, they do a lot of the financial work. Uh, they they talk to like the CPA, get our taxes done, get the payroll done, get our employees paid. Like all of, all of that, man. It's it's a lot that comes with being in business, man. Talk, man. Tomorrow we're going over the financial books, and so I gotta categorize everything in the QuickBooks. Yeah, uh, a week before, it, and then there's like certain. Uh, categories that you gotta mm-hmm. uh, categorize everything, and still we still need the help of an outside accountant because you can't like nah. there's little little notches and little you know tricks mm-hmm. and little flipping the you know cards and everything. And I remember when I first I was hungry. And I remember I met this dude when I was doing music, and he was mm-hmm. ten years older than me. He's a crazy crazy dude. But he started an energy efficient company that was doing six million dollars before, and then when the Obama administration, yeah, and it's crazy how things happen when the Obama administration changed. That program kind of got closed out. But he started new businesses. So at that time, I was just hungry. I was like, "Yo, let's work." Blah, blah, blah. And it ended up going to a point whereby it's like, "Okay, I own thirty five percent of that company today," and that's where a lot of my building out like the monthly subscription running facebook ads to it helping like building programs running ads uh for like coaches uh creators but like mostly in the entertainment industry but i remember i used to hate like systems and i was like man why do you need all this stuff and like it used to be so annoying because they'd be like nah you gotta document it you gotta you know we created like these google docs like Mm -hmm. step one do this click this video here to watch yep. this and, and i was like man like this is a, but then the most what, annoying process ever what? bro right now sops man i i ain't gonna lie y'all if there's anything i hated about business is that shit man fuck that shit's annoying because you want to move man you want to yeah, you want to like, you want to like, hunt i know how to do this it's like this shit is cutting down my time of me accomplishing this but it's like at the same time I gotta show this, show somebody else. I'm sorry to uh, cut you off. No, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, that that shit was just so annoying, bro. And once you, once down the line, you you looking back, you be like, damn, yo, that thing really took a lot of time off my plate. So now it frees me up to do Mm -hmm. these higher level activities. Uh, Talk to us about we see the EYLs, man. The sleepers for suckers. You know the uh, was it secrets to success was you know. 
ET, the hip hop preacher. Like there's some big bodies out here, man, that are doing serious damage in the, in the podcasting world. When you see these people and you see how they moved within the industry, like EYL was just on the Breakfast Club, I think like a month or something like that ago, mm -hmm. and seeing like these different platforms and them elevating. How does that kind of like, when, when you look at all that, like what's, what are some of the thoughts that are going through your mind in terms of like, okay, this is how we're going to position. We're going to keep doing what we're doing, but we're going to add this element or what, what are some of the things you're thinking about? Because you're always you're thinking about growth as a business owner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm always thinking about growth. And uh, I look at those people and I use a lot of it just as motivation. Like, oh, oh yeah, they done that. Like, you know, they and then I also look like, yo, they've been in the game for so long. Like, that's right. Like, like the David Shans, he's been in the game for like 10 plus years. Bro, I'm That's 26. Right. I'm 26 years old. Like, I I have so much room to grow. You knew between the ears, man. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, I'm 26. Like, I got so much life ahead of me. I'm like, that's past experience that they're putting into into play right now. Like, right. even with EYL, like, they're moving like this. Like, them brothers been putting in the work though. Like, we had Rashad on our uh, on our podcast, podcast before. He told us he was working on. A open uh i forgot the name of it but like where he was actually building up his personal brand for like two years prior to this he wow. was like doing all different kind of things that required the work before he even launched eyl like so i cannot like people shouldn't feel like jealous or like sad or anything like that whenever they see people in their realm that's right. leveling up because you never know what their backstory was but like you said i i use that as a motivation like yo them brothers paving the way like if they can do it i can do it too like if they could do it i could do it too and at the same time hit them up and like try to figure out some stuff like exactly. yo how did you do this like how did you get these things accomplished because you've obviously you've gone you you've been where i'm trying to go you've been where i'm trying to go to so you've chartered these waters show me where the uh show me where the icebergs is so i don't end up like the titanic like, exactly like show show me how to how to move and how to navigate i think and that's where the true spirit of like collaboration over competition because at the same like at the same time like competition is still good because yes. it makes you become a better version of you like if i don't figure out where your weaknesses is like and figure out you know this is where you need to toughen up your def defense Oh, this is where you need to tweak your offense. Like, how can you get better? Man, and that's the thing that's interesting, right? If you look within, we were talking about this earlier, females, they are masters of collaboration. You will see them, they all mm -hmm. flying out to the Bahamas talking about, we getting away from y'all men and they doing their business summits and retreats. And I feel like the men have, Obviously, as men, we're competitive by nature. Like mm -hmm. we want to just our territory, we want to enlarge in the territory and keep expanding. That's we're dominators. Mm -hmm. And that's how God has built us to be dominate resources. So that that spirit of collaboration, and I think especially with black people, because it's kind of been fractured by you know slavery and a lot of the stresses and things like that. But I'm seeing it be repaired now. Like you've seen the brothers like uh Neo. You've seen a lot of Alex, good energy, a positive energy. You've seen a lot of uh, Mr. Two Weeks Out, like the recession, the him fight. Like they, they mm -hmm. starting to, it's almost like them transformers, like out of box, assembled, 
Yeah. But like, no, <laughs> Summit, <laughs> 500. You know, like, they coming out strong. And it's awesome because I think the last one I saw had Rick Ross on it or something like that. Mm-hmm. And there's this power shift whereby the entrepreneurs are the new rock stars. They're the new rappers. They're the new, oh, that's who I want to be when I grow up. And you're seeing it kind of not to say we don't love music, but you're seeing that shit because it's like, oh, I could listen to Lil Durk all day, but that's not going to help my family. That's not really going to help me build that empire. That's not really going to help me put my destiny in my hands. So people are starting to be like, okay, so who do I listen Mm -hmm. to? So that I can power myself up, so I can put my family on point. And not nah, that's facts. Yeah, it's it's fascinating when it comes to monetization, right? Because mm-hmm. the podcasting world. I remember the other day. Nah, it was like a couple of weeks ago. This lady walked out. I was like, "Sleepers for suckers." You know, I, I love because he he's a teacher, man. He just loves the community. Mm-hmm. He loves teaching. Some lady just walked up to his house and she was, "Excuse me," mm-hmm, opened up a bag. And just start pulling out these bands, these racks. And it was like, this is for the episode because the podcast goes to a point whereby somebody has like an affiliate link or a code or something like that. And they shout it out. And that person is legitimate. You could, this podcast is, I'm not saying like, yo, this should be the point of a podcast, but you just did one episode and that's 50 bands. Mm-hmm. You know, because that person had a product that resonated at a very high level with the masses and they wanted mm-hmm. to consume it. Yep. So when, when you think about the collaboration or these podcasters, one thing I took uh, ET's uh, course, uh, Speak for Profit or something like that. And they were talking about how they showed a lot of like David Shands and like to take that expertise. Like, when are we going to see that Black Wealth Renaissance Summit? You know, I know you guys had that mixer, which I yeah. thought was like really awesome. So talk to us about that. So like. Honestly, last year before COVID, bro, like we had a lot of things planned um, and now we're starting to get things back uh, rolling. But a summit, I can't tell you like too much, too much information, but we do have some crazy things planned for the summer. Uh, We're going to have something big in Dallas in June. Uh, Like you just mentioned, the mixer, we have the Renaissance mixer uh, on the 21st of April out here in Dallas. Um, and now we just we're really getting back into people now being more comfortable with COVID starting to come out. So now we about to uh, start working on we got some stuff in the work. Like you said, uh, we also we're going to be launching BWR Academy in May. Uh, so we will be having our community that we're going to be launching. Let's pretty go soon. Let's so, go yeah, now. Uh, we, we're taking the spin where we're just focusing on personal finance out the gate, helping people get their money right helping people get their insurance together, helping people take advantage of those 401ks, retirement accounts, save up some money, budgeting, things of that nature. Like just focusing on getting those people right and you'll see it grow. We, we, we got we got, so, we got some stuff in plan, man. Man, I, I'm stupidly excited, man. And I, I'm always, um, I think in the past, I've purchased a couple of things, but I love the fact that like, could you talk to us about like the the wealth pack? You know your your credit fundamentals. You know you you got like money manage your money like the one percent. Like you got some like I'm telling like people you're listening to this. Go mm-hmm. you have to go to the website. I'm gonna leave all the links below. Drop it in YouTube the description. Everything and like just talk to us about what you have on there, man. Like that okay. can really help people. Yeah. 
so we got some digital products uh we released our first digital product last year um and it was our book manage your money like the one percent it's an ebook we also have a physical copy shout out to escape publishing my dude adrian got us right uh we hey. on amazon if y'all would like to purchase it from amazon we also on like uh what's the other one like barnes and noble yeah barnes and noble all of them yeah like you can go purchase it from all of that every all of those places uh we also got like you said the uh manage not the manager money the uh credit fundamentals that's the course the credit course to understand uh like really just understanding your credit it's not fully credit repair but it's teaching you what the credit game is like how certain things work how to understand what's your usage rate and understand you know this is where you get your free credit report this is how you take advantage of certain things like this um do you actually need credit repair or do you just need to pay some things off or would it be better for you just to wait until this fall off how how long have you been dealing with this so those are some of the things that we go through in credit fundamentals uh we also like you said the wealth pack um we had eight weeks of wealth that was a uh uh, eight week consecutive uh live interactive uh seminar that we done last year uh to kind of teach and we went over house hacking we went over life insurance we went over the power of uh partnerships went over monetizing your geniuses with uh my dude george pitts uh we went yeah like it it's it's got a lot of stuff in that eight weeks of wealth uh pack uh then we also we also got some, the- let me just say this man y'all some legends for real man like people may sleep on y'all or, or make it try and make it seem like man they ain't that but y'all some legends for real man like like andre said earlier like don't sleep on black wealth renaissance man like they people gonna be surprised in the next couple of years man like they yeah, like, bro. Oh, they doing what now like yo yeah bro like just working even we got the podcasters playbook like i said we've been doing this two years like so we want to we want to make sure that we're teaching from a place where we've been so Mm -hmm. like i put together that's the course that i taught i i've done a lot of the groundwork for the podcast i've done all the editing wrote the show notes i'm the person who was doing the uploading doing a lot of the stuff that needed to be done for the podcast and what made us successful so I put together that course uh, where you can learn what is a podcast. I go in depth. It's a master class. It's like four hours worth of content. You learn how to edit. You can learn how to market your podcast. And I'm also teaching people how new the podcasting industry is. So I'm also trying to create other industries, not other industries. I'm trying to show people that there's ancillary services needed in the industry. Mm-hmm. Like there's mark, there's managers, there's editors. Like you don't have to always be the person, the person actually doing the podcast. You can still get money in this industry. Um, showing people about CPM models, about the ad model, how to set up a pitch deck, how you can go ahead and get right so you can start getting sponsors, start speaking, start seeking out sponsors and things of that nature. Um, so we go over all of that in the course. My dude, David, he's got a course that he's about to release on building, uh, really just monetizing social media, like building up a social media channel, showing you how we did it with uh, BWR, how we were able to grow our page. I don't know if you know this, he's also the owner of Black Wealth Movement. So he's also done it on that page as well. Um, Then Kelly is gonna be the last uh, single team member of uh, of our team to release a course. He's going to be releasing a course on long-term stock investing. 
not trading but just mm-hmm. teaching people how to understand like really the long-term value of understanding a stock for the next seven to ten years and how to build you up a nice long-term portfolio and uh my dude he's got he got some bands in in the stock market that's hey. all i'm gonna say no man what see the amazing part about all this is that y'all still young and then y'all that circle as you get older and you're doing more and more podcasts like just think about like business decisions that are going to come out of that because it's going to be so rich like one man making a decision he can be flawed in his judgment he can have his bias or he can make a mistake but when you have two three other people that have that massive learning and that massive hunger and that building and that business experience like whatever decisions comes out of that it's going to be that much more honed that much more sharp that much more potent and ability yeah. to have impact in the world because it's just like we all bosses at this table for all for all and nah, we all real. trying to get to the next level and like you said that iron sharpens iron man like because there's definitely things that they'll put in a spe- perspective that i didn't think about i'll be like oh that was a good that was a good catch bro like i didn't think about that i didn't see it from that view and then there's also times where you know what you don't see eye to eye sometimes but you also got to come together put your differences aside and work together towards this goal that you set out on to be because that's a lot something that a lot of people say they'd be like yo is you fool your brothers like y'all doing it like how y'all do it like i promise y'all so like we brothers like there's days where we really want to throw hands and box each other but at the same time like we understand you know this is greater than us like this is something that we took on we see the people that we're impacting we see the lives that we're touching man and you know as we begin to wrap up man i feel like we can go for another hour or two man hey man we got to do that some other time man you know in the future man when when look as this thing continues to grow you know america is the kind of place whereby people kind of want to see it be bigger than big before they kind of mm-hmm. hop on the bandwagon you know what i'm like when you in the trenches and you struggling it don't look pretty you yeah, know it don't look you know, it don't look all it you know, yeah exactly and people like man i don't know about them like i, I like what they're doing I, I mean i'm a i'm a i'm a watch you know what i'm saying like I, you yeah know? but then when things start heating up yeah, my man yo i was right there with you nah man he wasn't with us shooting in the gym but i appreciate the love and, and the support mm-hmm. and what what was one of the most iconic episodes to you that you, you got a chance to be a part of that after that episode, you were like man like my life is forever changed this has had the greatest impact on my mindset like i might i I'm gonna have to go back and listen to this over again or like i gotta go tell people about this episode more especially man like i i ain't gonna lie i, I had a few of them where they just came through and bust my head man <laughs> uh one of them though definitely terica smith oh we recorded that one earlier this year man sis has a great great story but she's just such a powerful woman so resilient in the things that she's doing the things that she's accomplishing that one really touched me uh another one andre norman andre's norman's podcast was really powerful uh just because of the things that he talked about and like how he was able to come from being in prison getting himself released and doing all of these other things working with prison uh systems now helping with prison reform and really just helping other countries in crisis management situations so uh that one was a great podcast let's see uh Let's go through the strike, man. It's, it's it's a lot of them that is just like, damn, bro. Like this was an amazing podcast. 
let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, the Hood Estates one was a great one as Ooh. well. Yeah, like Hood Estates podcast was amazing. There's, there's always they, they gonna remind yeah, you, man, man. I watched the show, man. You, you didn't think our episode was good, man? <laughs> <laughs> no, man, it is not like that. Like he said, these things just was like you know life changing. Of course, the one with Dre, like we got two with Dre. Dre really put us on game. Ooh, okay, my most life changing one though was one of the ones in the beginning with Byron. Like when I tell you my dude Byron Sellers, he, he put yeah, like Byron, he he got my mind right. Byron had me stop listening to music. He made me shut down my Apple music account. Like and when I tell you I love music, bro, like I love music. But I, I went cold turkey on not listening to no more music. And I just started listening to podcasts and books, bro, after that wow. episode. Yeah, I, I went into like a six month, twelve month like just metamorphosis in my mind mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's what's needed man because look two chains we love you man but you gonna get the bands we exactly this, yeah exactly nah man th- this is exciting because one thing too as well is that we're seeing people younger and younger really mm-hmm. starting to to level up like 19 year olds 17 year olds hitting us up bro like i just bought my first house like nope. You know, like you fucking amazing, like you a fucking rock star, dude. You're 17 years old, 19 years old, and you buying properties out here. Like, salute. Yo, I- I'm 27 right now. I'm about to turn 28, May. When I was 20 years old, man. When's your birthday, was, in May? Uh, May 3rd. My May 20th, bro. Uh oh, Taurus is yeah. gang. Taurus, man. Yeah. Y'all already know. That means we we persistent, man. We stubborn. Yeah, that's hell. <laughs> Well, these man, they you right? They're super rock stars. When I was twenty years old, we was listening to Gucci and Fifty Cent and acting dumb and stupid, and they out here killing the stock market, trading options, and it's it's Starting crazy businesses and just what? doing some some crazy shit. And I love to see it, bro. I love to see that they are doing this and they they're changing their perspective. Like it's awesome because, like you said, I, I'm the same thing. Like. I was in school smoking weed, partying, trying to just trying to hit the next girl, like just just doing some crazy shit, man. But I look at all of that as experience, too, as well, because a lot of times the hot shots or people coming up right now, they still going to need somebody. Although the country we live in, if you're not getting that bag, we're not listening to you. Like, yeah, shut up. Like, yeah, like, yeah. But at the same time. I love seeing like the Danielle Holmes, you know, making a million dollars in less than an hour yeah. or minutes or something yeah. like that. Coming out with McLaren's and coming out with Lost Vegas, oh, Boniface or Gunti, you know, another one that there's so many. And, and one thing that I'm excited about is that, look, this is a small world at the end of the day. Like eventually there's going to be meetups. There's going to be collaborations. There's going to be new business ventures open up. It's going to be, oh, you do this really well. We're going to need that component in our business. How much is that contract? 100000 per month? Bet. That's nothing. Sign that to you because you already figured out the SOPs and the procedures and how to put together the staff and the KPIs and the metrics and the measurements. So by then, you're like, hmm, everything I went through, look at it paying off. So it, it, it's exciting, man. But, you know, before we go, you know, before we wrap up, what are some things that you want to say, you know, out there to the guests that are, you know, just listening, that, you know, just trying to either get into business or, you know, they just, you know, you know, th- them souls, man, just out here listening. 
definitely if you're trying to get into business just one have like a foundation like understand you know this is what i want to do this is what i'm trying to accomplish get your business plan together know you know are you going to be offering products or services like we talked about have those systems like start with the systems from day one like start whenever you're writing whatever you're doing like whatever you're doing to build up your business start writing it down and documenting it so whenever you do get to that point to scale you don't have to worry about creating the sops you already got it in place so that's one thing uh have a plan have a plan of like i said how you're going to do these things um no there's going to be days where you want to quit there's going to be days where it get tough where like sometimes it's not even just about the business like you still got family you still got other things that you can't do that's out of your control that you got to worry about at the same time so like know that sometimes it's going to still be tough uh if you're just doing it for the money i ain't gonna lie to you you're probably gonna get burnt out and you're probably not gonna really be a person that's gonna sustain long um because there's only so much money money can't really make you happy uh figure out your why figure out what you're really doing this for why are you putting in so much why why would you be willing to put in so much work or whatever and if you're just doing it for the money that means your soul can be bought and hey that's on you right I, I ain't rocking like that uh but that, that that's what i got for for the people out there man we appreciate you coming on Jalen clark man no problem, and brother. see one thing sometimes i stop looking at people as people man i just look at people as energy man i look at people as spirits and souls we're all connected man y'all don't understand you may be looking at a person right here but this is amalgamations of hundreds of dozens of thousands of entrepreneurs their hopes their dreams their fighting spirit the soul the culture you know black people like entrepreneurship man and you know that's some of the things that make me excited about life is because i understand the power of this planting seeds and then over time watching them grow mm -hmm. and transform and manifest and you're like oh shit, that came from that so i'm excited to see the future of what's going to be manifested you know when it comes to you when it comes to you know david kelly you know gerard you know black wolf renaissance man so I i'm definitely i appreciate that my brother yeah and i think you, i think you just connected a dot for me in my head man my grandmother whenever I, I would live with her whenever i was growing up she would always be in the garden bro she always just had patience and i would always help her so i think that's why i do have the patience and understanding like the planting the seeds and just figuring out you know it's gonna take a while for those fruits to come but whenever the fruits bear you know it's a beautiful 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 time yep that's right. Until next time, my mastermind is again. If you're looking for how to manage your money like the 1%, you're looking for how to get started in the podcast and you're looking for, you know, what steps do I got to do to put together my business, my mm -hmm. business plan? Yo, go over to blackwealthrenaissance.com. Grab that material now. Yeah. Do not wait. Don't be that person in 15 years talking about, I thought I seen it. I, I could have, should have. Uh-uh. Do it now so that at least look because at the end of the day i think a lot of people what's stopping them from investing in themselves is like what if i fail look mm -hmm. when you were trying to walk as a kid you didn't just get out and just start walking and running and catching footballs and you know ballerina and all that you fell a whole bunch of times but what happened you kept getting back up and from you falling that's how you learned how to walk so yeah. gra grab the material now so that at least you can start connecting some of these dots in your head 
and you can go on like you want in life it's almost like look at the elon musk and the bill gates and the uh jeff bezos or the jay morrisons or some of these people that have done massive things the amount of failures they have under their belt is man important. elon musk went almost went broke building spacex and tesla so many times they don't they don't want to talk about that though man they don't they don't so man keep building people keep building and this is a powerful resource for y'all to tap into in fact if y'all come at me and y'all be like yo what's up i'm be like yeah did you ever listen to the black well do you tap in like yeah man you know uh-uh nah go go tap in so man jalen thanks again for coming on enjoy Appreciate the rest you, of your bro. sunday man until Appreciate next you time. for having mm -hmm. man we, we gotta do this again in the future yes sir peace Hey, I appreciate you for listening to the Mastermind Your Life podcast. Again, don't forget to follow me on Instagram, T-O-L-U dot O-W-O-Y-E-M-I and blow up my inbox, man. I need to hear your suggestions, feedback, people I need to interview next, topics I need to cover. Again, I appreciate all y'all and while you're at it, you might as well go to Apple and drop that review. Let's get it. Rah.